business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Hi there, entrepreneur. Welcome to today's Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. Today, I am joined by Kim Folsom, founder and CEO of Founders First Capital Partners. I am really excited to share this conversation, and I have to be honest, there was a lot of things that clicked home for me. I love how she touches on pain versus fear and different types of businesses that she's had in her career along the way. It's a great conversation, and Kim is so kind to share all of her knowledge with us and her story with us. I know you will enjoy today's conversation as much as I did. We are doing a lot of team development and coaching behind the scenes, a lot of sales training behind the scenes, and a lot of owner confidence Uh, redefinement uh, in the business as you all are growing to new stages in your business. So if you haven't had a chance to reach out, click the link in the show notes. Make sure you schedule some time to talk about your business and have some space for you to process everything that's going on in your world because you don't have to do it alone, entrepreneur. I am here for you. Keep evolving. I am so, so proud of you. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I am great. Thank you. I am very excited that you're joining us today. Kim Folsom is the founder and CEO of Founders First Capital Partners. I am really excited for our conversation. So where shall we begin? Let's start with your story. Take us down memory lane and and walk us up to date in your own words. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, I'm so delighted to be here. Um, I am as the founder uh, of Founders First, this is my seventh venture. So I've been at this for quite some time. Right. Um, you know, I, uh, I was one of those uh, uh, undergrad software engineering students that was uh, so impressed with uh, Bill Gates and, you know, me and the guys that I went to school with, we all wanted to clone ourselves and solve some big problem to allow, um, you know, computers to democratize you know something um but at the time you know late 80s uh this was not the uh ecosystem that it is today so mm-hmm. the whole idea of a woman or woman of color wanting to launch a big technology company and in the ladies was just not that was like a, a square peg going into a round hole and so it took me eight years to launch my first business in the crazy dot com wow. era, but I did. Good for you. Um, and we were like a Netflix platform to help um, largely physicians with continuing education. 
And uh, it started out as a side hustle while I was in graduate school and, and working and doing all the things you do to figure it out. But eventually grew it to raise over 20 million in capital and have built a global business. But um, thought that after that, I would get a chance to run somebody else's business and that wasn't happening. So I started five more businesses and my investors said, you should consider being on the other side of the table to help grow and fund the next, you know, uh, generation of Kim Folsom's that want to start and grow a business. And that's what led to Founders First. And so seven years ago, founded the business to help specifically, but not exclusively, um, mm -hmm. focus on funding and growing um, diverse led businesses yes. and um, providing them with know-how, connections, capital uh, on the path that they can, you know, win customers and grow. I love all of that. Wow, you have done a lot in your career for sure. So would you say that that little piece of advice that you got was uh, monumental in? Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. What did it, yeah. when you heard it, did it click automatically? Aha. Uh -huh, and, and did you know what to do with it? Or did you kind of sit on it for a while? Oh, I sat on it for a while mm -hmm. because it was just like, you know, I know how to do what a tech founder does, take an idea, grow it, you know, you know, solve a, a market problem, leveraging market forces and solutions and people, you know, to change behaviors. But on the other side, I just didn't see a way of how to do it. But, you know, it's like one of those things I figured it out. And right. with, you know, some ongoing successes and really evaluating gaps in the market that, you know, I wanted to be able to solve using my own lived experience. Um, yes. Yeah. So I love how you're really highlighting three different distinct phases of business. You said side hustle, you know, pioneering that side hustle kind of gig when you were mm -hmm. in grad school. And then from idea to execution to a fully, you know, globally funded company, mm -hmm. right? Multiple times. Right. And now sitting on the other side as the investor. Mm -hmm. So, so how do people make that shift or, or understand the value of those investors on the other side when they were in that, you know, when they're in the hustle stage of really growing a company, when they're the boots on the street, walk us through that a little bit. Cause I get this question a lot. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I would say so interesting for diverse founders compared to, you know, the tech ecosystem. I was just on a call with one of my investors that, you know, um, you know, I started in as a tech serial entrepreneur at the infancy of the internet right. from a platform. And there wasn't the whole ecosystem that it is in today, but oh. it is a really incestuous clubby group in that, you know, there is um, expectations and, and ways to do things. And there's this continuous, you know, I did it and now I'm going to go back and show somebody else how to do it. And there's the shared economic win process that really continues to perpetuate that um, efficiency of that marketplace. Okay. And unfortunately compared to when you're not, when you're not part of that, there's not been that same level of shared wins. Mm -hmm. And as a result, people that don't happen to have that same exposure to that, there's not that same expectation that, you know, when you look at, you know, substantially growing a business, that it's not just, hey, I got an idea, I, I'm sold, I sold a product, 
Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden I'm just like, there used to be, I, I swear when I started my first business and the whole, and the, you know, you know, uh, web dot 1.0, mm-hmm. there was this uh, <laughs> advertisement of these women that started a business selling sunglasses and not the, at the end of the day, they, you know, were successful and they were on some yacht wearing their sunglasses. It just doesn't happen that, that <laughs> Right. We wanted to, we wanted to, we wanted to, but but you have to look at, you know, kind of the whole kind of components. There's the role of the founder. There's the role of your customer. There's the role of investment. And then there's the role of the market. And you've got to be able to um, understand those pieces in order to, you know, be successful at it, you know, and, and there is just like what I went through and I, got the advice about you should be on the other side of the table. I knew how to attract investors to, uh, you know, have an interest in my um, ventures because I, by the time I got to my sixth venture, I had a playbook, you know, it was cash flows, cash. In fact, you know, cash flows matter, you know, and the frequency, predictability, profitability, all those things matter. But being able to guide folks through that and say that you have to, you know, just like when you start a business, you have to think with the end in mind. You have to think about the profitability and the unit and of the unit economics of those in mind. And some people are like, "Well, gosh, I just want to have a lifestyle business." Well, the reality is, all of us, you know, if we're blessed, will be 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. And if you don't think about those things when you're thinking about your business, you're making decisions that's going to affect what the quality of your life is at 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. And, and so it's not as optional as people think. And so they have to be intentional around those, those things. I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I do believe that as a choice, it is a choice to either choose a lifestyle company or to choose a growth company, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, and it, it has to be, as you said, I love that you use that word, an intentional choice. So do you see people struggle with that all the time or maybe all they, the time? Yeah. And so it's, and it's about that. Cause yeah. And in fact, one of my teammates, he uses this term that it's the struggle between fear and pain. <laughs> You know, I'm laughing just because that's so, so on point, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, that's the, well, I don't know. So I'm fearful, yeah. but the other is the pain of having to deal with lack of resources. Right. And, We're growing and through it. Right. Yeah. Well, and, but, but it's going to be not just a short-term lack of resource. It's going to be a continuous lack of resources mm-hmm. because of that. And, and it, you know, I liken it back to as a tech entrepreneur, really what you're doing is getting people to change their behavior. So they're having to go through and embrace the fear as opposed to pain. Mm-hmm. And, and so the fear is doing something that you don't know and then in getting comfortable because when you find out it's on the other side, you're going to choose that as opposed to pain, as opposed to I'm living in a world of severe scarcity and, you know, as a result, it's not just affecting me, it's affecting my family, it's affecting my community and all of those, those other pieces. Mm-hmm. That's, I just love everything that you just said, honestly. So how does it feel being on the other side of the table? Um, you know what? I, I find it very rewarding 
right. you still have to focus. And, um, you know, and it's amazing because I get to um, help so many other, you know, um, founders with, you know, being able to um, and, and using it from a standpoint of my own, you know, learn, let lessons learn. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's, it's, it's just amazing. I feel like truly blessed. If somebody would have told me that, you know, it would have been, you know, like this, I mm-hmm. would have not been uh, <laughs> willing to take the pain of maybe it would have been, you know, hey. six startups to get to this one. It may have been like three or two, something like that. Yes, yes, yes. But that wouldn't be your path then, right? We learned right. so many things from our path and from our past and what, what those things are are trying to teach us along the way. And sometimes, right. you know, you never know when that, that light bulb is going to click or that switch is going to, you know, click. So, so what keeps you going as an investor, as a business owner? Um, you know, just uh, as we talked about ha- starting with a big vision at the beginning, mm-hmm. when I launched founders, my goal was to fund and grow a thousand founders Okay. Um, and so, you know, being able to keep score, you know, I was a, a student athlete, so I still am very competitive by nature. Love it. And so really being able to looking at, you know, kind of where am I, where I am in that journey and, and finding out ways to be more efficient okay. with how I'm doing what I'm doing and learning from others. So, um, you know, and, and you've got to just appreciate just the fact that when I compare what I'm doing compared to, you know, the community that I came from, oh my gosh, I am so, so, so blessed. Right. Yeah. I love it. And for those that are maybe in the, um, you know, startup looking for funding mode, what kind of advice can you give to them of what, you know, seeking a fund, a founder, uh, sorry, a funding partner, uh, looks like and like what is some of the criteria or what's some of your criteria when you're qualifying companies yeah um so i would say you know where where i i we focus on you know businesses that are you know already revenue generating at yeah. a certain point um that's really you know who we focus on we don't you know fund pre-revenue companies mm-hmm. but my advice is, especially nowadays is oh my gosh you do not have to reinvent the wheel Look at how other companies have funded themselves and, you know, do one of those Ben Franklin metrics of saying, hey, this company, there's, you know, there's seven different ways, common ways now that companies fund themselves. And as you look at each company, look at it from the business of that company and see how do they fund, how do they fund themselves? Mm-hmm. And, and what was the thing that got them to do that? Again, it's getting out of your comfort zone. But the cool thing is the tools that are available today. I mean, oh, my gosh, you can just learn so much about a company by spending, you know, not even 30 minutes having to go through and Google them and look at their customers and their partners and all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then the other factor is the, the, you know, with web, I guess it's 3.0 now with all of the podcasts and all those other things. I mean, you don't even have to. Uh, you know, guess how they did it. You know, there are people telling you their whole story of how they went through it. Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the goals of this platform is to share other entrepreneurs, businesses in their journey so that someone out there listening, that's either starting out or on the path or way beyond the path and maybe looking at, you know, their next company 
uh, that they learn and they listen and that they know that they're not alone. So, oh, what, where can we find you? Where can we support you? Where can we learn more about you? Um, so you can uh, visit us at uh, foundersfirstcapitalpartners.com. Right. Um, uh, I, and and uh, that's where you'll find out about our impact investment platform. Um, you can Google us as well, and you and and also going on to YouTube channel, you'll find out about some of the programs we have a an accelerator program, and then the other, you know, because it's Women's History Month, and um, we just launched our um, Kitty Fund uh, program, which is a grant program targeting to mompreneurs that are employer based businesses. Wonderful. Um, so uh, yeah, all of those ways. If you um, look for us, LinkedIn. Google, YouTube, you know, our That's website. That's great. And we'll drop a lot of information in the show notes as well. Kim, yes. thank you for your kindness. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for your generosity. I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.